Interesting people. Relatable stories. Relevant. Topical. This is 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. A stable, an angel, a prince of peace. Or visions of family on Christmas Eve. Children all around, gifts under the tree. That, of course, the voice of a Canadian legend. An actor, singer, and activist whose philanthropic efforts have raised an estimated $250 million in cash and in-kind food bank donations and disaster relief since the 80s. He is a companion of the Order of Canada and is kicking off his latest cross-Canada tour, Story Songs and Santa Causes, in Edmonton on Thursday. The one and only Tom Jackson. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, that voice. Every time I hear your voice, Mr. Jackson, I, I swear to goodness you could read me the phone book and I would listen I would listen to it. <laughs> I just have to say. <laughs> you lived in Nemeo as a, as a child, if I remember correctly. You call Calgary home now. When you think of, of Edmonton, what goes through your mind? Do you have any memories of, of this place? I do. I have uh, fond memories, and I think I, it wouldn't be foreign to anybody to say that love resides in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, the people that I grew up around, the people I um, had, had friendships with, they were all very kind to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that stems from the DNA of my parents and, and my my upbringing understanding that my mother was this wonderful gregarious person a very spiritual and my father was a man of peace hmm. uh, although that wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't think that when you think about their backgrounds but they were so strong and, and so amazing in the upbringing, upbringing of my spirit and my, my uh, spirituality um, when I think of Christmas I only get one memory. Well, okay, I two. I always think that my dad went to Mr. Sparrow, who lived next door in a duplex, and they fixed up a bike for me, and they painted it bright red, hmm. and it was a it was a used bike, and they and they gave it to me under the tree. I always think of that when I think about Christmas and trees and families and coming down the stairs and looking for the milk and cookies to see if it was gone, and then I remember. Uh, going across the field with a with a sled and picking up the girl that I had a crush on across the way and it was dark and it was you could only see the snow falling under the lights and there we would be hauling across into the ditch to go down on the sled and singing Christmas songs. Uh, love it, love it. Tom Jackson joining me this afternoon. Tom, I think a lot of people for many years, many, many years, you know, uh, the Huron Carol became a part of their holiday, uh, their Christmas traditions. Um, and I know I think you're still doing some virtual Huron Carols, but uh, Story Songs and Santa Causes is the, uh, is the holiday tour this year. Why the change up? We had, like everybody else, had to to redefine ourselves and look at what the blank page was going to look like after we painted painted something new on it. Two years ago, we got the weight of COVID, and we had to figure out what we were going to do. And for us, pretty quickly, we just 
decided that maybe we could do something virtually uh, because we couldn't do anything live. And then last year, uh, we were fortunate enough to do some shows out on the road, but we didn't want to confuse people with the, with the title uh, here on Carol. Mm. So we went out on the road with a show called Stories, Songs, and Santa Causes, and we discovered that it wasn't so much about the why we were doing, but what we were doing. Uh, or rather, uh, it was more thinking that the people that we were helping save lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the importance of knowing before we get on the stage every night the value of what we're doing. It's designed to get you out of your out of your funk, out of that <laughs> that you know that that crazy thing that happened two years ago, and make you healthy, bring happiness to your life and make you healthy. Healthy is happy, happy is healthy. You're performing Thursday, this Thursday at the Double Tree by Hilton in West Edmonton. It's in support of the Edmonton Food Banks and food banks, something that you have raised money and in-kind donations for, for a very, very, very long time. When you take a look at the situation that so many Canadians find themselves in right now with the affordability crisis, inflation going up, uh, this must be more important than ever to you. It is. And it's not just the need for food. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is the need for happiness. Mm. It is the need for resilience. It's the need to understand that love is a great word, but it's a better verb. And if we can pass that on to others, it'll have an effect that you have no idea. Because at the end of the day, if that person passes on kindness, which we have our children can see, and that will affect the family, it'll affect the community, it might affect the nation, but at the end of the day, that person who pays it forward might be paying it forward to somebody that you love. Okay, so that said, let me, I'm sorry to interrupt you, I just want to make sure that I get yeah. to say this one thing, that Christmas is a verb. Hmm. So don't just celebrate Christmas, be hmm. Christmas. Tom Jackson joining us this afternoon. Tom, you talk about um, showing love and and making sure to show the love. I'm curious, when you look back over your 74-ish years now, I mean, you've you've had uh, an incredible life. There's been some highs, there's been some some lows. When people talk about the lows, maybe it was living on the streets at at 14 in Winnipeg or maybe at, uh, what was it, 38 in in Ottawa with with some addiction issues. I'm, I'm I mean, you've you've gone on to be such a leader in this country in so many different ways. When we talk about showing love, who was it for you that taught you that lesson? <laughs> I had a visitor, and whether the visitor was real or not real, that visitor came to me and said, Tom, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to send you an angel that's going to be worse off than you. And if you help that angel, I'm going to help you. Hmm. And I said, okay, well, how will I, is this angel going to have wings? And he said, no, but it's going to be worse off than you. So I went looking. I took the deal. I went looking. And this is the famous story that I discovered that there were a lot of people that were worse off than me. So I kept looking, and it brought me here to you. (laughs) 
Tom, you just were, uh, well, you were appointed uh, Officer of the Order of Canada in 2000, but promoted to Companion uh, just last week. The, the ceremony, I think, was held just in Ottawa last week. What does that mean to you? Does it mean anything to you? Is it just uh, another thing to add to the list, or is there something more? Two quick points. One of them... When I was appointed an Order of Canada, mm -hmm. an officer in the Order of Canada, uh, they were kind enough to ask me if I would accept. And I said, you know, to my friend, he's gone now, but I said, you know, Marv, I, I don't know if, that, I, that I can do this. And he said, you know, if you want to continue to do what you do and you want to be more successful at it, if you want to really change and save lives, then you should take this because it'll make a difference. And I discovered that there are unbelievable, really, really, really unbelievable Canadians. And, I, and I've got to know them, I got to see them. And then the opportunity to accept this thing called the companion to the order is like, it's the highest mm -hmm. recognition in this country. And, I, and what that did two things for me. Again, it, it validated me to a large degree, but more importantly, it validated the angels that I've come to know. The people, as an example, uh, that work at the Edmonton Food Bank, those people, it validated my relationship with those people and, and even more about the why than the what in that case. Before I let you go, Tom, I, I have to ask because um, I started reading the Outlander series when they came out in 1991. That's how long I uh, have been reading those books for. You uh, appeared in the uh, in the television series, uh, seasons four and six. Um, I mean, that's just a list of many of the appearances on the screen for you. But what, what was what was that like? Can you shed some light? Did you know about the books prior? Um, and, and what was that experience like? I know there's a lot of Outlander fans out there. The DNA, speaking, repeating myself and relative to people who you work with, the DNA of the people that work on Outlander have nothing but kindness. <laughs> they, and it, it, it felt so embracing. You know, the stars were so embracing. The production company was so embracing. And um, I got to work in an area uh, in and around Pit Lockery, which is in the hills. Mm -hmm. um, and it was amazing to see the amount of work and dedication that those people put into creating a village uh, that was, you know, in, 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 in cyberspace or <laughs> in your imagination from upstate New York to the, to the green hills, the upper hills of Scotland. Mm -hmm. And, and it was just magical. It was all very magical. And as much as all of this was magical, uh, it's really interesting on how the people in that organization continue to stay connected with us.
Oh, wonderful. Yeah, after all of this, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Tom, we'll have to leave it there this afternoon. I could probably talk to you for the next two hours, no problem, but uh, we'll leave it there. I want to thank you for joining me. Story, songs, and Santa causes uh, in our city on Thursday night. Uh, you can find out more just at tomjackson.ca. It's been uh, a pleasure, Mr. Jackson, and an honour. Thank you so much. Can I, can I challenge you for one thing on your listeners? Yes, sir. When you hang up from me, pick up your phone and call somebody. Tell them that you love them. Mm. It'll be good for you. <laughs> It'll be good for the person that you call. And then ask them to call somebody. Can you imagine that if everybody listening to this went to the phone and called somebody, told them they loved them, and told them to call somebody else? The world in five minutes mm -hmm. is going to change. All right. You heard it right there. Mr. Jackson, thank you so much. All the best. Thank you very much. Take care. Tom Jackson joining me this afternoon. You heard the challenge. Pick up the phone, call someone, tell them that you love them.